0: This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.
1: Bolt fam, hello and welcome to the first recording of the 2022 regular season. You're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. We've got a really cool uh, week lined up. More about that later. Time to go around the room and get straight into this week one uh, showdown against the Raiders. We'll start off in Dripping Springs, Texas. John, how's it going?
0: Oh, just living the dream here in the Dripping Springs. It sounded better in my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. King, how are we doing down there over in uh, on the eastern seaboard of the United Kingdom? also known Not as too Paul bad. Schuster. Not too bad.
2: It's not stormed like they said it would. But other than that, things are pretty good.
1: Yeah, there'll be a storm on Sunday, I'll tell you that. Oh, Bez, yeah. How's it going, buddy?
3: It is storming here. It's thunder, lightning, it's a it's a it's a it's a miracle. It's uh it's just a sign that we're gonna absolutely destroy the raiders and set us up for a 17-0 season.
1: Yeah, the the weather's not been good. Um, and thoughts and prayers to all those affected in LA with the uh California wildfires. That's not good at all. So, you know, our thoughts go out to all anyone that's been affected by by that uh uh, raging fire over there. So straight into it, Ray, we're here. We're here. All the talking's done. Um, 53-man roster. Michael Bandy is, is not on the roster as expected. The Chargers are carrying three QBs. It's caused a lot of uh, upset amongst Chargers fans, but it goes back to that default setting. Got to trust Herbert. What he wants, got to trust the front office. Um, and don't forget, we've still got COVID. Dallas, to my knowledge, has still only got one quarterback. If, if uh, that goes down with COVID, they're screwed. So I'm I'm all up for three uh, QBs, you know. Um, and I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna start our conversation uh, today, John. How do you think uh, the Raiders are gonna set up against us? Do you think um, they will they will lean heavily on? um Devontae Adams or or do you think they'll play to uh slow down Herbert or or do you think they'll just just go for it full stop
0: um it's a good question I think ultimately the way the game goes for the Raiders is going to be based off how their offensive line holds up they've got uh some serious question marks across the offensive line and I think that's going to be the issue right like Devontae Adams is great but I mean he's not like a Tyreek Hill where hey you know just dump it off to him in three yards and let him run past everybody. Devontae Adams is a great elite route runner, great elite hands can jump for the ball, all that good stuff, but hard for him to get open. If you know, cars on the ground after another sack. So I think for them, the key is just going to be, can they get car enough time to um, get the ball out of his hands and make something happen with his weapons? Uh, And can they establish the run, you know, something that they really used against, um, us last season uh, when they were effective was the run, you know, when they could get the run game going, which a lot of teams did uh, on us last year. uh It really crippled the defense, right? So if they're not breaking off these seven, eight yard runs for first downs on, you know, anymore uh, you know, are they going to be able to protect car enough to, to come up with first downs? And I honestly, I don't think so. I that's, that's where my confidence level in this game is, is that I think that this revamped defensive line from a pass rush and from a, a, a run-stop uh, standpoint, I think both of those situations are going to be just too much for the Raiders' offensive line.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's the, obviously the big one was Alex Leatherwood departing Vegas, former uh, 17th uh, overall pick. Um and listen to all the fallout of that it does appear that john gruden was was over overreaching with, with that selection but he's not there um you know and we, we, we've had our own offensive line problems um which now seem to be fixed pretty much uh obviously still issues at not issues at right tackles question marks at right tackles probably a, be, a better word i mean Dan we, we, we've spoken about brittle um offensive lines we've now got Khalil mack you know we've got Sebastian Joseph Day. Do you think you, we're going to see uh, the defense going after Carr straight out the block? Do we do we expect uh, Chris Rumf to come in and get some game time?
2: Oh yes, yes, and yes to everything there. Um, the two the two names you first mentioned there, Mac and um, Joseph Day, both been announced today as captains, um, along with like your Bosas, your Derwin, Um, Corey Lindsley, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert um, the usual suspects Um, but it's interesting to see Sebastian Joseph Day uh, be the captain as well I I think we will see a lot of that pressure up front to try and just get past that line and get to Carr I do have concerns about their defensive line and our right tackle uh, as you mentioned and whether, whether like Zion Starts the way we all want him to start, um, because it's what it's Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, is it, yep. uh, in Las Vegas? So it's not it's, it's no one to kind of sniff at there. They, they've got talent there, so I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to both sets of lines, and um, I think not to kind of spoil anything. I think we have the advantage there, but it's not gonna be comfortable
1: yeah you wouldn't expect this to become someone let's, let's be honest this is this is a divisional matchup you know everyone's right here right now is oh no and you know half the league probably thinking they've got a good good chance to get into the playoffs the other half of the league are hoping they don't end up with the first overall uh, uh draft pick and then you've got the teams like the lions uh, and the commanders that are just hoping that they've they've made improvements in the offseason to, to make some progressions and you would you would expect McDaniel's to be um, fired up, you know? It's his first game as the head coach for for the Raiders. I mean, Bez, come on! You always throw a span in the works. You always give an alternate uh, view to things. What's wh- where is it going to be won and lost for you? Right,
3: are you ready for my pouring <laughs> the ice all over this? It's going to be an absolute disaster. What for the Raiders? <laughs> Because we're going <laughs> to absolutely destroy them. I'll tell you what, you know what, it's the first time in Chargers history that we've opened up with the first game of the regular season against our bitter rivals, the Raiders. Never happened before. How cool is that? Um, and I know you said in the introduction, come on to it later, so, you know, we've got loads of special episodes this week, loads of interviews, loads of hype, excitement, because it's such a big deal to open up against the Ra- the, the Raiders, our big rivals, and just get our, our exciting season that we're headed towards the Super Bowl that what you can you imagine if it was the Jaguars week one how boring that would be just start as you mean the to Jaguars. Go on Jaguars 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 as, as they say at Wembley um and and it's going to be fantastic there's one key differential and this is breaking news on the pod it's not by the time you listen to it probably but it is breaking news right now J C Jackson is potentially starting week one. Everyone's saying all over Twitter, all over news, that he's been ruled out, he's been injured. And Staley's been having an interview about 15, 20 minutes ago where he said he's out of the walk-in boot, he's running, he could potentially make the game. But do you know what? Even if he doesn't, the secondary that we have, the pass rush is going to hurry car. He's going to be throwing errant throws. Nazir Adeli is going to be getting those interceptions that he was that far away from. On, on, and, and I agree, I, I spoke to David Droegemeier last night, and we, we agree on this. I think Nazir is going to pick off at least five people, and probably two on opening night. There's my hot take for you. you know, you've know, got Derwin James, you've got this elite secondary with depth, versatility, and they're going to feast. So for me, that is the big difference. No time for car in the pocket. Plenty of turnovers, the defence leads, and Justin Herbert could put it, the game on his back isn't called to because he just does the basics to finish off those drives and we've intercepted it, returned it to the 12, wherever you want. He's going to finish it off nicely. So I am super hyped. This is such a big week and one an exciting opening game that we are going to win. Brace yourselves.
1: I, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I can't see us scoring any more than 40, uh, 40 points. on 49 on points. Sunday. You can't yeah.
0: see us uh, <laughs> getting 50-berg. No,
1: but look, we've, 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 we've made all... We, we've made all the noise in the off season with some of the signers that we've made in free agency and the draft. There's been a lot of uh, hype around uh, Derwin James and his, his contract. And I think that's rightly so. And now people are starting to take notes of Justin Herbert two years too late, in my opinion. But I mean, John, from, from, from your sort of point of view, are we, are we right to get carried away and get excited? I mean, if we sort of rewind back the clock to our first season and second season of Charge Up Bolts, I'm pretty sure we're all fairly buoyant uh, going to those seasons. But right here, right now, this does feel different with with what's going on. Are, are we are we getting overexcited? Do we are we are we sort of, have we got the tempo right? What what's what's the opinion from you?
0: Um, I don't think so. I think uh you know if you go back and rewind the tape, I think most of us uh with exception of a few overzealous hosts um <laughs> uh who have a sweeping the chiefs every season. Um yes. except for a few except for an overzealous host. I think mo- almost all of us uh basically said look the charges are probably a double digit win team last season and they're a fringe playoff team. Maybe it breaks the right way with their playoff team. Maybe it breaks the wrong way. They're not. And it broke the wrong way at the end of the season. So I think we're all had pretty good expectations for last season. And I think this season it's a step up, right? It's a major step up. I think you've got Staley, you know, with his guys, you've got, Um, You know, we got returning starters who are primed to, you know, take even more steps forward. So I think that most of the the major holes and issues, most of them uh, have been sealed up and have been, you know, have not just patched with a a practice squad cast off or or, or like a low key free agent signing. But a lot of our a lot of our holes were were filled with really talented players some of them elite players right so um i mean because of that the expectations this season are playoffs are a minimum right i've seen a lot of pundits calling the chargers an, an afc championship team now not a super bowl team all right most people i think are falling all over themselves for uh, you know, Allen and, and the bills that that seems to be the popular pick these days is Allen and the bills everywhere. Uh, but a lot of people have the charges as, as their contender in the AFC championship game. And honestly, if you told me right now, look, the bolts are going to the AFC championship game, but they're probably going to lose to the bills. I'd probably take that right because that's momentum. Right. Yeah. And that builds for the next season. Cause this team is not built to only win this season. This team is built to win the next yeah. two to three se- Seasons. They've got a two to three year window, in my opinion, based off what's going on contract wise and what's going on talent and age wise. Right. So the next two to three seasons, I think, is their big championship window. So they don't have to win it this season. But if they get to the AFC championship game this season, what you've done is you've built that confidence and you've made them hungry and you've left them with the chip on their shoulder that look, you know, we achieved a lot. We made some steps forward, but we could be better. So, no, I don't think that we're all overhyping this team. I don't think that we're over those. I think we have very fair expectations. And, you know, I do believe this is a, a a playoff team. If they miss the playoffs, that is a failure on multiple levels. And it, it would be just a disaster to miss the playoffs with this, with this team, even with the tough division, even with the tough AFC. Missing the playoffs is just unacceptable uh, for this team. Now, how far they go, I think that's kind of where the debate is. I do think that they're an AFC Championship contender. I really do. Now, the playoffs again—you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. But um, you know, I, I think we're right, right where we need to be. I think, I think the hype is real, and I think these first two games are going to be important. Right, beating the Raiders, big division game, and then going and, and playing the Chiefs next week. I mean, that is; those are two tough games out. there the gate and if they yeah. can if they can win both of those games out the gate i mean sky's the limit for this team well five and oh i've told
1: you before we're going five and oh because we've got the jaguars the texans and the browns after those two opening games if you look at the captains i think bez you mentioned it, or um Dan mentioned it earlier. Now, if you, when I read these captains' names out, it's mouthwatering Sebastian Joseph Day, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Corey Lindsley. It's like and 53
3: then, captains there, you were about And
1: to then know. the best dude in the whole of football, Justin Herbert. I mean, you just look at those that captain's roster there. It is absolutely phenomenal. All of those players are tier one within their own category. it's it's as simple as that but it goes it, it does lead onto a segue and a crossover to what you've just said john it does put the front office and the head coach under a lot of pressure because we should under no circumstances be sat here at christmas talking about resting everybody in the final week of the regular season and then you know, um, looking at a playoff run. But right here, right now, it's the Raiders. We've got one game at a time. we go to a short advert. When I come back, I'm going to ask Bez and uh, Dan about um, special teams and whether they think that that could potentially trip us up in week one. We'll be back after this short advert. Hey, Bolt fam. John Woods Jr. here from the Charge at Bolts podcast. We've got a great offer for you from Raycon. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of World War II uh, podcasts, From James Holland and Al Murray, a.k.a. the We Have Ways of Making You Talk podcast. And it's been great. One of the reasons it's been great is because I listened to uh, you using the Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-here fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 30-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right, and you get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons' everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five star reviews. I love the earbud tap functions and the noise isolation mode and the awareness mode. Really important for me when I'm on my two to three hour round trip commute across London on the London Underground. You've got to get a pair of these, folks. Go to buyraycon.com slash tppn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash tppn to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash tppn. Welcome back. We're talking Chargers absolutely thumping the Raiders. But one concern of of mine is, is special teams. Dan, come on. You, you're, the, you're our kicker. You're our field goal unit. You're our punter. Are we going to improve this year?
2: We have to, surely. There's, there is no <laughs> regression from from bottom. Um, so I hope, I mean, hopefully we improve. Um, we have that tough, um, tough matchup first week with. Um, I believe you mentioned previously, Amir Abdullah, not the not the easiest guy to go up against, especially no. given given what happened in preseason in that one game where we had two returns. Oh, I know. Um, so hopefully that was uh, enough of a kick up the backside. To say, look, this is exactly what you have done wrong here. You couldn't have a better example of a bad kick return coverage and punt return coverage so let's build from this so you, you have to have a bit of faith there that that there'll be some improvement i mean we've got the new long snapper don't we um that'll probe yeah yeah um serious hang time. ball back yeah and yeah massive hang time as well which is hopefully good for us um i'm always a fan of just Hoofing it down out the back of the end zone. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't play for any fancy stuff. Just kick it as hard as you can and get it gone. Um, or you know, make me the kicker. Um <laughs> still,
3: dreaming, uh, Dan, still
2: dreaming.
1: Dan's still dreaming of being the Chargers kicker, everybody. We'll get we're gonna get him on the field one, one day, day. So day. One day, one day. Bez, do you echo what Dan said? Or, or do you know what I
3: couldn't I couldn't agree more with Dan? I think when you've got such a great defence and offence, we've seen what the Chargers do when they had the number one offence and the number one defence, and then they blew it all because their special teams were so horrific. And that's exactly what you want to avoid. So if you've got such a great, if you've got Justin Herbert able to drive it down the field, and you've got Bosa and Mack and Derwin James and this elite D, why take chances on special teams? You don't need to put the ball in Carter's hands and pray he makes a touchdown. So play it safe. Take the fair catch. Just just, just don't fumble. I, if I was special teams coordinator, just don't fumble and just try and kick it out the end zone, touch back, just put, play it safe. Because no matter what happens, if you limit the chance that the opposition wins on special teams, the charges will beat most teams with their O and their D. Just makes too much sense. I'm not for all. It's just too too risky. You lose games by trying to be the hero, and I'm just not for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I well, I think th- there'll be people out there that say we take too many risks anyway with with fourth and Staley, and I don't expect to see that changing. If he thinks that we can go for it, we will go for it, uh, and that's something that the uh, defense will be well aware of. Uh, McDaniel's will have done his homework. He's a smart cookie. Um, so we, just got to, we just got to wait and see John question for you, JC Jackson. Now, Bez has said that he's going to play. I'm reading the, why it says he's not, if he doesn't play, how much of a boost is that for, um, for the Raiders with, with, um, obviously their man, Devonte Adams.
0: Well, I think that, you know, obviously not having, um, JC out there is going to be tough. I don't think he plays. I just I I have I think it's an aggressive timeline. I think that there's not a need for him to play in my opinion. I think with the um with the question marks that the Raiders have on the O line, I think you can create enough pressure um that you can help out um Davis and um uh, Asante and everybody else in that secondary. I think you can help them out by applying pressure with the defensive line uh and you know there's not a need for him to be there. So I do not expect him to play. I think they're going to let him heal up and be 100% for the chiefs, which I think is uh, going to be a bigger game. It's in Kansas city. I think it's an important game. So I think that they let him heal up and I think that they can manage around it. So yes, it's obviously, it's obviously not a good thing to not have JC Jackson. That's I'm going to say that, but I think that of, you know, of the many games on the schedule, this is one of those games where I think because, um, I think we can overwhelm their offensive line because of that. I think that they can man- manage and mitigate the damage uh, of not having JC. Now, are there going to be some big plays? Yeah, are there going to be some missed tackles? And uh, I mean, probably. But I-, I think that there's definitely an opportunity for uh, for them to kind of, you know, patch over this little uh, little loss here and, uh, and and still come away with a with the win.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity for Michael Davis and Asante Samuel June, to step up and see what they're capable of because. You know, we're going to need everybody this season because it is going to be intense, especially the fact that the AFC West is arguably the strongest division in the history of the uh, 32 team uh, league. You know, uh, typical charges, isn't it? That we never get a, a a dumb division like what we saw with the AFC East for all those uh, years. But it's, it's just so, there's so many stories already. We haven't even started. You know, I mean, Darren Waller, he's, he's, He's um he's there to cause us problems. But I just think we've got too much for the Raiders. Um one of the one of the areas that I'm, I'm really interested in seeing is our running game. And here's my hot take. Here's my hot take. The first touchdown, Here we go. first touchdown scored by the Chargers this season is gonna be <gasps> Sony Michelle.
3: That's bold.
1: I think we'll go on a bold. long drive. I think we're going a long drive. I think e- e- Eckler um and Kelly will will um, move the chains on the ground. I think Sony Michel will come in. Four yards, end zone. Thank you very much. That's my hot take.
3: Well, I don't I don't I don't hate it to be fair. I've picked him up in a lot of fantasy as a flyer towards the end because I can see him being productive. In the last snippet of, of last season, he was extraordinarily productive for the Rams, I think it was. And he, if he continues that, he will be a fantastic number two punch after Eckler. Um, I could see that happening definitely. I mean, I'd, if, like, if I'd he... like it not to happen so you can eat your hat, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> which which one? I've got a few. Oh,
3: look at him! Out he um, comes with multiple hats.
1: We've got, um, I mean, John, in fact, all three of you, there's, there's, there's a lot of talk about the uh running back rotation, what it's going to look like. I think that's good because it's keeping. Is keep the defense on their toes. If if charge community are not one hundred percent who it's going to be, we know that RB 2s will be split between Kelly and uh, and Sony Michelle, but we don't know how that's going to look actually in in game time. You know, for all you know, for all we know, they might use Eckler as as a as a an actual thoroughbred wideout just to confuse matters because. As we all know, <laughs> Lombardi's playbook is, is thicker than a well omelette. You know, so it's we just we just don't know. I mean, Dan, are, are you expecting? Are you expecting any any patterns in, in the first uh, sort of quarter, first two quarters, or, or do you think we'll just mix it and match it up and and, and see how the defense scheme? Um, I'm expecting us to
2: run a few screens to start with, um, just see what the Raiders' defense can bring. Um almost testing our own O line to just get that confidence in them and go look, you you've got these guys, you've got these guys, and then just I can see some some long throws coming. Uh you, you mentioned Sony Michelle as the first touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised to see it be something like Jalen Guyton with an end around or a Ooh, jet whoa, sweep, yes, grab the ball yes. and just
1: off to the races. Yeah, John's got a smile on his face there with that one.
0: I mean, I love that, but I think, sadly, I think I know what's going to happen. Go, go. They're going to drive down. They're going to get in scoring position. They're going to get in the red zone. And he's going to throw, um, they're gonna, he's going to dial up that uh, back, back of the end zone fade to Mike Williams. And unfortunately, it's going to work. And then the first time they run that play, it's going to work. And then every time they get into the red zone, we're going to have to see them waste a red zone play by throwing that fade. It is such a low percentage throw. It is such a waste of a play in the red zone. I hate it. The only play I hate worse in the red zone than that um, than that corner fade is the wide receiver screen that he loves to throw in the red zone too. You know, like that three or four yards to go, a quick little, oh, I'm going to fool them. I'm going to throw it behind the line of scrimmage to a wide receiver. But oh, wait, they see that every time and stop it for either no gain or a loss. So sadly, I think, the wide receiver screen and, and, and that uh, back corner fade are staple of Lombardi's playbook. And unfortunately I think they throw it and they hit Michael Williams for the first touchdown of the season on that play. And then Lombardi's like circle it. Yep. That play works. And we're going to see it every single red zone trip for the rest of the season. So
1: I'll take that. Cause I thought you say we're going to go down there and, and go for a field goal.
0: <laughs> no, no field goals. <laughs>
1: we're going to, go to another quick uh, short commercial. When we come back, uh, Bez is going to tell us what we've got lined up for the rest of the week on the charge Up bolts podcast. And then we're going to go into some juicy predictions because I've got a funny feeling we're on the same page on this one for once in Chargers in charge Up bolts history. I've got a funny feeling that all four hosts are going to be on the same page, but Bez being Bez, you never know. You, you never know. He might have his Raiders socks on there. We'll be back after the short break. Bolt fam, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as, as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet an NFL team to win... If your team leaves by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See a show notes for details. Bolt up, go around the room. Then predictions, John. What's your prediction, buddy?
0: Well, if I am. Doing a prediction for this game, I think that uh, we have to take everything into consideration. It is the first game. Uh, there are some new bodies uh, along the defense. I think the defense traditionally takes a little bit longer to come along. So, unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to see that dominating defense here in week one. I think, unfortunately, they're going to have opportunities uh, to let the Raiders score. You know, And honestly, it would not surprise me to see... Um, the Raiders and probably not on the first drive. I could see the Raiders stumbling on the first drive just because all the emotion is so fine, all that the defense is rocking, but I could see the Raiders scoring after the first drive pretty quickly. Uh, I think it, you know, at that point, the Chargers are going to go into shootout mode. Uh, and then they're going to have to probably squeak out a victory 31 to 10. Happy with that. Dan. Um, so I've got in my head, uh,
2: 27, 13. Um, not dissimilar to, to John's thoughts there, um, but yeah, uh, I see
1: Chargers win 27 13. Happy days,
3: Mr. Bermudez. Come on, it's not we're all going to have it our own way, so don't get carried away. I'm excited, I'm really thinking a few things in the early season. Defenses are often on the back foot because it's, it's, they don't know their plays. They, they, there's some sloppy breakdown in communication, which gives early points. But I think the Chargers are going to be immune to that because quite a lot of the players have familiarity in the Staley scheme. So I think we, the Raiders might get a couple of lucky touchdowns. I have them scoring 14 points, but I agree with, with John. I think 31 points is reasonable. 31-14. Maybe a late Garbage Town touchdown. I'm going to stick with 31-14, 30, not too dissimilar to John, and a comfortable win where we're never, we're never really worried once we get ahead. Maybe ten points early on. You're all wrong. It's going to be
1: nine-three. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wrong. The charges are going to blow the doors off it. Here we go. Forty-two-nine. I'm telling you now. I've seen it. I had a dream. <laughs> Four. It's, it's going to. It's going to go crazy. I'm telling you now. Justin Herbert is going to be spitting napalm. He's going to be eating concertina wire. I'm telling you, because the Chargers have been watching that Raiders tape all week and the week before and the week before that. They're going to get fired up. We're going for it, baby. We are going for it.
3: I just I just worry because the last game of last season, we, we all
1: predicted
0: Chargers I wins, in wins. I don't
1: care. I'm upbeat. I'm about to move We've to a new beat. home, start a new life. It's a new chart, new charger season. I am overzealous. We're going five and I don't care. We're gonna beat those Raiders 42-9. I'm going to the Raider YouTube podcast on Friday, I think it is, Bez. And I'm gonna say the same thing. That bez, before we go, just wrap us up. Tell us what's coming up on the
3: on the podcast. Oh mate, it's so exciting on YouTube, Facebook. And on the podcast throughout this week, we have extra special interviews with some of the biggest and most exciting names in the podcasting and Twitter and commentating world. That is the, the Chargers. Um, I, I just there's too many, there's so many coming at you. There's going to be some released tomorrow, some released Friday. We're going on the Raiders podcast, Boz is going to be there. We're talking to the Die Hard Bolts Club. We have rival podcast coming on to disagree and have a fiery fight because we're hyping up for the, this week one against the Raiders. And I'll tell you what we also have on game day on Sunday. If you haven't got time to listen to the podcast ahead of the, the game, if you miss it on Facebook, if you can't watch it on YouTube, go and follow us on Twitter, charged up underscore bolts or charged up pod. And all the interviews, everything will be put on streaming back to back all day on Sunday before the game, finishing 10 minutes before kickoff. That's what's coming.
1: I like it. I like it. Quickly, where can we get you on socials, John?
0: As usual, you can get me at Adroid Airs, hashtag Audible Chocolate.
1: Yes. Dan? I'm at UKLA Chargers. Get him, get him following, folks. Bez? At, at Bez the Spaniard. You can get me at Enzo85. Don't forget, chargedup underscore... Uh, Bolts and Charged Up Pod. We'll be back next week to review what happened against the Raiders, preview a week two showdown against the Chiefs. Football is back. For us in the UK, it's long nights, red eyes, but it's going to be worth it. Thanks for watching, folks. Bolt Up.
3: Bolt Up.